Hello and welcome to the Unfucking Leashed podcast. This is your host, Claire Dore, the dating empress and mindset and embodiment coach, author, speaker, writer, and mum of three teenagers too. I don't normally talk about that, but um, that is obviously a big that I wear. So I am incredibly incredibly excited to bring my special guest today we have Anna Gulli now she is um <laughs> she is German living in France and I probably have not pronounced her surname correctly so she may actually just jump in here and completely correct that which is all good um because we like to own imperfection completely and interestingly, we have just been talking about that before we jumped on here. But um, I am going to let Anna say hello to you. And then we will dive into a little bit of coaching around whatever um, Anna has an issue with around dating. Hey, Claire. Thank you for letting me join your podcast. This is a really great opportunity. And um, yeah, thanks for also the welcome. And um, so, no problem with my name. It was perfectly pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just a couple of words about myself in the beginning. So I'm a mom of two teenagers, girl and a boy. And um, so, yeah, as you said, I'm a German. I live in France, very rural, <laughs> a small town of just four and a half million, four and a half thousand, sorry, um, inhabitants. So it's very small and I work from home as a commercial for a German company. Uh, I ran away the house on my own at the moment, just because I love it. And yes, I would like to integrate a little bit on my business. And I do have a side business, which um, is going to take up again now in fall. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, I'm part of an um, important association where I manage co-working, associated co-working in our town. So, yeah, I'm doing a lot of things. And my dating problem, why I said I would be okay to come on your podcast, is actually that I don't meet men, even people in this small rural town. And... Um, or not enough, I don't know, <laughs> or not the right ones, that, that could be interesting for it. And I kind of like was always hoping that I can just meet them in my daily life, and even with doing a lot of different things. It's not really the case. And I tried dating apps. So I met my last boyfriend on a dating app, which was okay. But for the moment, I'm kind of, I don't know, something is holding me back to go on it. And yeah. So when I was listening to your other episodes, and people like, oh, I'm going on dating and I have this problem. I'm like, I'm not even going on dating. <laughs> Just, I don't... So yeah, that's my thought. I Motivate me to go on dating or something. I don't know, because it's just like, I work a lot from home and I live in this small town. It's just like, how, how do I want to meet people? <laughs> Great, Anna. Thank you. Um, and my gosh, what a woman with some incredible hats there. Um, I I have a lot of questions from everything <laughs> you've just shared. Thank you very much. 
and um I also want to say like how yeah how proud I am of you coming on here and yeah it takes courage so thank you for being here um I guess um actually my first question is I was just a little bit curious about how long you've been single actually to start with how long have you been single um well the um, I'm divorced since or separated since six seven years yeah but then I had um well let's say this one boyfriend I was one and a half year and he finished last summer okay so last summer year. just over a year so since that finished have you stepped into date, dating in a conscious way at all or not um not really in a conscious way when it mm. when it stopped I was like okay I'm gonna there's a sign with it it's really to take care about myself trying sure. to find what I need and how I can um how can be okay just be on my own and not be dependent sure. on somebody who tells me how nice I am or something so um that's also why I put uh more of these projects in place well the co-working mm -hmm. I already had but the house and the new job and all this kind of came after that because I was really like okay I'm just going to take care of myself but what I also realized um, I do have a lot of friends but I miss a person who's just really close to you and that you can call and talk and exchange and yeah and spend when I have the weekends when I don't have children I just like to yeah that would be great to meet with somebody for a couple of days and just really spend time together and just mm. have somebody there who's just like how can I say continuously there sure so that's mm. and that's um, when I realized and then I was thinking okay how can I find this person do I go back on dating apps do I try to find it but then I live in this really rural area everything is like more than an hour away to a big town could I even find somebody in in the middle of nowhere that could be uh, I'm sorry but, hmm, something coming in here uh, could no I worries. even find uh, somebody in the middle of nowhere um, yeah I mean which is also a bit weird because my ex-boyfriend I met online and he is well he lives about an hour away but still in this kind of lost area <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, but I must say he's English so um, mm -hmm. I'm not so much with the French somehow <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, which is uh, locally rather a problem to meet <laughs> non-French people okay um what I just like I was a little bit curious my intuition was going oh dig there dig there on the piece where you said um, you split up with your ex-boyfriend and you consciously chose to have that time on your own and you said to, to you know spend have that space for you interest in how you filled that space with lots of projects I was yeah. just curious around that um was it uncomfortable or has it been uncomfortable to be on your own tell me um it gets less uh, uncomfortable and also with 
these things, I'm finally doing things that I really wanted to do for myself. Mm-hmm. And especially, I think, the, um, uh, well, there was this one half year, but before there was somebody else. So let's say during two years, I think I just, or not I think, I did spend a lot of my time trying to be available for the man I was with and not giving too much, enough time to myself. Mm. And I think that was also kind of like this thing to say, okay, stop. I'm, I give that time to myself and that I didn't mm. allow myself to have before. And that's also something, and I realized this is the others when I listen to the other women. Mm. Um, so yes, I would love to have somebody there to share things, but I also um, maybe still a little bit afraid that mm. if there's somebody that I would give him too much of my time of me and not taking enough for myself but maybe it's unreasonable this fear because now that i took this time to create things for myself it's just naturally that they are there and they have their space so this couldn't be happening again do you think you have space for a partner right now i was wondering this too but on the other hand why then are there the moments when I just really like I have time and I just really would like to do something with someone do you know what you want are you clear on that yeah I'm more and more clear on that yeah hmm. so and I'm also yeah, yeah go on. um I realized that with my ex-boyfriend so there was so many things that were really well going hmm. so and I said, okay, that's really things that I want. Um, problem was that uh, he didn't want to like really have this intense of a relationship that I wanted. So that's why I had to adjust. And um, but on the same hand, so w- with how I feel in the moment when when I really have this time and all this, and and it's it it is there this time. I would. I really like to have something that is present, really. Hmm. Don't necessarily need, I don't need somebody who moves in, but who takes time and who's just present with, with attention. Hmm. Do you know what your love language is? Uh, yes. Um, it's helping and probably touch. Um, for the listeners who are wondering what love language is all about um, so there are five love languages um, physical touch quality time gifts of affirmation uh, sorry words of affirmation gifts of affection and acts of service and often you know when we're stepping into a relationship it's really good to have an understanding firstly of our own love languages but get really curious about our partners because we tend to give in the language that we are and that might not be what your partner's love language is so um something uh, a little bit of teaching there in case you were curious about what that is all about um 
it's a very powerful thing to tap into in relationships. So, Anna, there was something you shared around how the fact you live really rurally and you you have lots of thoughts around, oh, you know, am I really going to meet someone? Like, you know, there's only four and a half thousand people in my in my um you know rural town and it's really interesting right we have so many synergies because i live in a very rural town in the uk i think there's like probably about a similar a number of people in fact um and we both have teenagers as well I, yeah there's lots of synergies between us anyway i was curious do you have a belief that has been formed around this Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Because I mean, being active in this association, I know so many people in the town. I just think, I mean, I should meet interesting new people. I do meet interesting people, but most of the time they're married. <laughs> That's uh, not an option. So it's yeah. Mm. Not... So what is the belief that you is currently running? subconsciously that I can't meet anybody here mm. it's too difficult and How's also that working the thing that you? I work at home mm. well it's sure. not working obviously because otherwise I would so what would be the belief that you would love to lean into yeah that through through all the activities I could meet somebody through um yeah maybe not uh, well it could be the association but it could be also um, um building the house because sometimes i have um help coming in can't sure. move everything alone <laughs> if, if i would i'm trying I'm, I, I had a vision then of like really big strong men like coming in to like you know lift some bricks or whatever yeah like yeah they might be available but if you're carrying a belief that is essentially limiting you um then yeah the first step is always to be curious around that of course because right now your energy is totally um fueled fueling that belief so um yeah so tell me if you've got clarity on what the new belief would be Yeah, the thing is that I'm afraid of that the the kind of men like my list that I have, what I'm what I wish for, mm-hmm. yeah, probably somehow does match with a person that would live here, even if I'm living here. But <laughs> so how interesting. Do you know that to be true? Um well no, I don't know everybody, but I feel like Sometimes, um, well, I said it before that we really started that I took a very long time to start feeling home here where I am. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it would, it's not an area that I would choose to live. Um, so probably that's fueling it, like mm-hmm. the right person that I want with the energy and the kind of like mindset. Why would he want to choose? How can I, you know, and, and that's kind of like probably, yeah, you're right. If I 
if I think like that, obviously I cannot meet that person here. And um, and I do block myself to look like go on a dating app and just look all over France or even and I can look Germany and England or whatever. But mm -hmm. then it makes it so far. And how can you deal with that? I follow your Dublin stories, but I'm like, that's so far. How do you want to deal with that? <laughs> I love <it>. <laughs> um, like... What's the most important quality that you are looking for in a partner? Um, just one. Just one? Yeah, you said one. No, um, no, no, well, just, just like what are the top five kind of qualities that you're looking for in a in a partner? Tell me that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want that person to be um, uh, yeah, that he can be uh, I can say independent. Yeah. And um, respectful and emotionally mm -hmm. open yeah but also that he has time so read that that's what i i missed the last time so it's yeah. really time and oh. that's maybe also because it blocks me to look somewhere because then it's kind of like oh but then you don't have time <laughs> so if you're attracting a man who's got time does that mean maybe he could travel to you yeah <laughs> I mean, it's also that I have, with all of my different projects and work, mm -hmm. I don't have a fixed schedule. So, yes, I'm looking for somebody who doesn't have a fixed schedule. So, that's great to, to recognize that. So, you're, you're looking for an entrepreneur, potentially, who has more time freedom, Yeah, you say? And is that the kind of mindset that would really turn you on? Definitely. It's also the mindset that I need around myself. To be honest, I have in my friendships, I hardly have any entrepreneurs. Or it's like people that work like, right. um, you know, uh, artisan. Hang on, what is it in English? Uh, hmm. uh, oh, like arts and crafts? Um, no. Uh, tradesmen. Like, tradesmen, okay, yeah. It's so different. That's why I had to look for it. Yeah, oh, no, totally. <laughs> Thank you. Your English is brilliant. Um, okay, so we've got you're looking for a, a, a partner who's independent, respectful, emotionally open, has time flexibility, um, and has this kind of like you know very sexy mindset, very entrepreneurial kind of energy. Does that feel true? Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like resistance. I have very high attempts. <laughs> oh, you don't believe that's possible? Is that right? Yeah. Anna's just shrugging at the moment for everyone listening, which tells me something. So whenever I coach any of my clients, their body is always communicating to me. So thank you, Anna, for that note there. <laughs> uh, that little sign. So that's something to sit with, right? Maybe that's something you could take away from this call for me. But um, before we wrap up, one thing I wanted to ask you to be fully of service to you in this session, um, thinking about that guy, right, that we've just described, 
tell me what would be your first aligned step to attract him. First answer. Yeah, I changed my belief. Awesome. It's probably the, the really the first thing before even taking some action with objects or whatever, just really change my belief myself. Mm. Fantastic. Um would you like to take that away as your homework for yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Um well, is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Um, yeah, that it's just, I mean, it sounds, um, when we, when, when we follow this, what we just exchanged, it sounds kind of logic, but it still helps to just voice it and say it and all these things. So in, is there a love language for voicing things? <laughs> Somehow I think that's my love language. I just need to voice it, things. Have somebody it, I, it, it's, I'm always, I talk a lot, as you know, in my posts about expressing yourself and yeah, using your voice. Like um, when a woman owns her voice, she owns her sexuality. And that has like such a dramatic impact on life, relationships, her sex life, her business creating money in her business like all the things and it all starts with yeah actually voicing because energy moves up the body so the last place for it to come out is the throat so it's always about communicating and yeah what, expressing whatever your feelings and thoughts are and um that's something I'm deeply passionate about and something I've had to learn myself too because I think you know, so so many of us have been conditioned to not express because we've had situations when we were, you know, younger that have been maybe we've been judged or shamed for expressing ourselves fully or grew up with the narrative of being the good girl, you know, only say something nice. Okay, what about if I'm feeling angry? No, no, that's not okay. You don't yeah. share that. Definitely. Does that resonate? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And come a long mm. way already, I think. Yay! I um yeah, but I'm really glad you recognize the power of that because sometimes it's just about being witnessed. And um I love that, you know, this has been powerful for you and um I'm just so grateful that you came on. Um is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners before we close up? Um, no, I'm I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm okay with this, and um, yeah, to anyone who would like to join, it's it's really um, uh, a pleasure to, to talk to Claire, and it's um, yeah, very, it's great. I don't know, it's, it's yeah. Thank Go you. I thank you. I have loved this session. Um, thank you for bringing everything and unpacking it all and expressing it all, Anna. Incredibly grateful for you. And to all the listeners, thank you for listening to us today. And this is the Unfucking Leash podcast with your host, Claire Dore. Goodbye.